What's up to all my freaks? Welcome to Mindsex. Happy new week. Happy new year. Happy new life. Happy new mind. Happy new love if you got a new lover in your life. Ew. Happy, I think I said new day, right? I don't know. Just whatever. Just just happy new to whatever, right? Happy new shoes. Happy new eyeglasses. Happy new wardrobe. Happy new new restaurant down the block. I just had brunch yesterday at this new um, new Mexican spot. It was amazing, by the way. They had um twenty dollars where you well I should say you spend twenty dollars and you get unlimited drinks. And yeah, so my drinks were probably about between me and my friend they were about a hundred dollars worth, and we only spent twenty. Or no, well, it was 20 each, so 40, but the amount of drinks that we got, it totaled up to $100. So, I mean, $40 isn't bad. $40 for drinks that really, the the actual tag price is $100, you know, I think that's that's a pretty good deal. That's more than, than 50% off. Anyway, so that was my happy, right? My happy new restaurant for yesterday. I actually loved it. So... Getting back to the regular programming, today's episode is going to be about giving up and getting up. Today's episode is inspired by this book that I'm actually currently reading. It's called Be Fearless by Jean Case. In the book, she talks of many women that started off as uh, their these projects and the, their mission just started off as a simple idea. There was no one prior to them that started this, so they had no point of reference. So they were the pioneers, the innovators, the, the creators, the originators in their specific field. Nobody started this. Nobody. So obviously within this, uh, well, I should say in the beginning stages, in the, in the pre-startup phase, right? Pre-startup phase is just a basic idea, Right. I'm sure there were some doubts that they had even in the startup phase, right? Throughout the whole process, I'm sure that they they encountered many thoughts of doubt. They were just kind of like, you know, what am I doing? Like, I, I don't know if I could do this. Nobody ever did this before me. So what makes me think that I could do it? What What it was about them was that they had a strong passion there was something in them that didn't let them give up. That it was just kind of like, it's not even about me giving up. It's about me letting other people down that I know that need me. There's this quote from this um, this famous blogger called Jenna Kutcher. She's great. Her and her husband are amazing. Jenna Kutcher. And in one of these quotes that I actually uh, took a screenshot of, it says, I'm kind of paraphrasing right now, but it said, I didn't give up because I didn't want to let my friend down. It, it's something like that. I'll I'll get it. I'll reiterate it in the next podcast just to kind of like do a correction and say, hey, look, this is what it said. But it's just crazy how how it's just kind of like it's it's more than just us wanting to give up because it's our mission and our goal and our purpose is so much larger than us. It's more than that. We're such a small part of of this bigger idea, this bigger mission, this bigger change in life. 
right? And it all just starts with one person. So they understood that if I don't do something, then the the amount of change or the, the needed change is just going to continuously be prolonged. And this, this problem is just going to keep rolling over to the next day, to the next week, to the next month, to the next years. You know, who's going to... Who's going to do anything about it? And it's like, why not me? Why can't it start with me? So we're going to talk about the three things or the three reasons why people give up. And we're going to talk about how giving up in those areas, we need to get right back the hell up. We got two feet. We get knocked down on our butts. But guess what? We got two feet that we can get up on. Okay. There's no excuse. There is no damn excuse. Another thing that my father had told me one time, if this was a few years ago, he had mentioned something to me. He mentioned something to me that my grandfather told him. So my grandfather, he he actually had um, gangrene or I guess it was diabetes or whatever it was in his legs. So ever since I knew him, he was always in a wheelchair and he never had legs. He had legs, he had thighs, but from the kneecaps down, he didn't have feet. So he was always in a wheelchair. He never walked. He didn't really speak any English. He was from Puerto Rico, but I communicated with him. You know, I was little, you know, bendición um, abuelito and, you know, whatever, whatever, right? Basic stuff. And so what my father had told me that he said to him one time, he said, my father told me, as long as you have legs, there should be no reason why you don't work. It was something along those lines. There should be no reason why you don't get up every single day and do what you need to do for you. That's like, it was something like that. But, but you get what I'm saying, right? We have no excuse. It's not, we, we always look to the other person and say, how did they do it? Oh, yeah, they just got their ass up and was just like, they made a decision. It starts with the decision. So here we go. The three things that people, the three, the three reasons I should say people give up that I have or that I believe. I'm sure there's more, but I feel that the ones that are, the primary ones are fear of failure, lack of resources, and then they don't know where to start. So fear of failure, right? We get these these thoughts that kind of, you know, run in our heads like a like a like a rat wheel. Just kind of like, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work? Fear of failure. What if it doesn't work? What if I fail? Oh my gosh. Tony Robbins says, success leaves clues. So if you're in, if there's something that you want to do and there are a bunch of people that are doing the same thing that you want to do, but you feel like you could offer something different, then why not follow them and see how they're doing? What, what are they what are they doing? How did they start? Maybe reach out to them. Maybe, you know, um, see whatever their programs are. Maybe even attend a seminar, you know, get an idea and, and start from there. They say, find a mentor that is doing whatever it is that you want to do and follow them. Figure it out. 
Success leaves clues. I mean, failure is scary, but at the same time, it also teaches us a lesson. It teaches us what doesn't work. We're stuck in this mindset where failure is bad. No, failure isn't bad. It just shows us what doesn't work. And what's great about that is that it doesn't work, so you don't waste your goddamn time continuously doing it. So you try a different way. We always think that there is only one solution to something. Or one, exactly, just one solution. It Something just has to only work this one way, and that's it. No, there's there's multiple avenues for something to get solved, multiple avenues for something to work. You just have to find the one that is best adapted for you. Just like marketing, marketing strategies, right? Every marketing strategy is different based on the product, based on the target audience, based on there's so many variables that is based on, right? So why wouldn't it be the same with your business, with whatever it is that you want to start. We just got to figure out which one is best for you. Also, what I find too is when people do something just for the for the sake of money. And yes, money is going to come, but if it's not in your heart to do it and you just think of and you're just thinking of the monetary gains, it's not going to work because people are going to see that your passion and your heart isn't in it. They're gonna see that you're that you're that you're trying to mooch off of them. They're gonna see that you're trying to dig into their pockets, that you're a thief. That you're not genuine. They, you're really not trying to help them. Unless you're a great actor. And it's like, okay, cool. Another one for fear of failure is that people think that, you know, what if no one supports me? What if no one agrees with with my idea? You know how many inventors, you know how many people. That started off when nobody believed in them. Nobody saw their vision. Nobody. Because it was something that was never thought of. It's. It, I don't know. It's just. It's crazy. In the book of Be Care. Um, be careful. You hear me? Be Fearless by Jean Case. She speaks of. Oh man. I forgot who. Who it was. But. Oh, man, I'm trying to think who who it was. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll get that for you, too. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll reiterate it in, in the next episode. But there was something. Uh, damn, now I want to see who it was. But just forget it. So overall, there was a case where... An inventor said to people, oh, what if, um, I don't know, let's just say, for instance, the, the computer, right? The computer, oh, what if we could give people all this information, right, on, on, a, on a computer and we could all connect, you know, through this thing called the internet? And then people are like, well, I don't. Forget it. It's just a bad example that I'm giving right now. I really, really, really have to go into the book and look at it again. But anyway, but it was just for the sake of saying, if people don't agree with your idea, 
people don't aren't agree with it because it's not their vision. We are only limited by what we see in front of us. Until someone comes up with something that we're like, wow, why didn't I think of that? It makes my life so much easier. Nobody is going to be on the same page as you. Not everyone is going to start with you. Not, or I should say, not everybody that starts with you is going to end up with you. And sometimes you may end up having to walk alone, walk this line of success, this journey of success alone for a bit until people start joining in. People start seeing your vision and they say, wow, you know what? Because they see your passion. They see your hunger. They see, like, you make them believe in something. Who cares if no one agrees with you? And yes, I get it. Like, we live in a society where we want to be accepted. We want, we need that support. We need that, more, you know, I feel like, you know, it's more the, the emotional support. Right? When something just doesn't work out and you kind of want to have someone lean on, lean on and say, you know what, don't worry about it. We're going to figure this out. Instead of them saying, oh, well, see, I told you it wasn't going to work. That dumb idea of yours. Like, damn, really? What idea did you come up with that you ever tried to execute? You know, dad, you got to like just shut my thing down. So it's okay. It is okay. Unfortunately, people will only see your vision until they see the end product when it actually works. When they say, wow, this worked. This is amazing. Right? Who would have ever thought that we would have ever gone into space? Right, though that's up for discussion. Some people say we never went into space, like on the moon, I should say. Right? That wasn't real. I don't know. I don't know if it was real or not, and I don't care to research it to, to figure out if it was real or not. I know that there are so many things out there that, that have been created that have been uh you know brought into our life that has made our life so much easier that it's just crazy to think of things. Without, it's, it's crazy to think of things that aren't, or it's crazy to think of things in your life. And when you think of like, wow, what would I do if this wasn't in my life? Like, what if you never had cell phones, right? I mean, well, I grew up in an era where there were no cell phones. But just if there was, if TV was never invented, if there was never an oven, if, I don't know, if there was never a mirror, like, would you even know what you look like? Yes, you know, you can say, oh, when you go to the water, you see your, your face you know, the reflection of your face, but like to really see yourself in a mirror, to really know what you look like, right? Isn't that crazy? You're a failure. It's okay to, to think that, to say, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work? But you know what? Say, you know what? But what if it does work? So many times I've said in this podcast, whatever negative thought you have, Double it up with something positive. What if it does work? What if it's something that is going to change people's lives? What if it's something that is like I'm going to be the pioneer of? Everybody's going to know who I am. And it's not even about them knowing who you are, but the amount of people that you're going to help, the amount of lives that you're going to change. Like I said, it's, it's so much more than just you, but it starts with you. There's a quote here by Thomas Edison that says, I haven't failed I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Isn't that amazing? Talk about fucking optimism. Your man refused to say that he failed. He said, hell no, I didn't fail. 
Number one, I bought you guys freaking electricity. Probably the best goddamn invention in life. Some people could say, oh, you know, that that was something that was kind of created by someone else and he just kind of refined it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact that he says, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that haven't worked. But that 10,001, oh, he got it right. Okay. He got it right for sure. Right? Fear your failure. Don't let your failure or the or your fear hold you back. Just try it. Just take baby steps. Just take small steps. Like I said, just if there's a mentor out there or somebody that you look up to that you wanna that you wanna emulate, then figure out okay, what were the steps that they took? Right? What can I do to then start on my path? Right? What did they do? Next one is lack of resources is another way, reason why people give up, right? Lack of resources. Oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough education. <sighs> lack of money and lack of education. These are bad excuses. Extremely bad. There's this woman called Madam J. Walker. Mad Madam J.C. Walker. Her real name is Sarah... Uh, shoot, Sarah Greenlove, or just, she created, she was a slave, or she was, no, she was actually born a free slave, but her lineage, um, her family lineage, they were all slaves. So in the book, this is from Jean K. She, she brings up this case study, or not, it's not a case study, but she brings up this story to mention this amazing freaking woman. Because it was like she was born with the odds against her. So her hair was falling out. And it was just kind of like, what? I need something. I need something. I don't have any money. I don't have anything. But I need something to fix my hair like I'm balding. My hair's falling out. And there were a lot of women that she knew that were having the same problem. She speaks to this men, right? She, or she speaks to these men that are barbers. And they say, hey, why don't you try um, using certain products? Like, home remedy products. They, this is coming from men, right? So she said, you know what? That's a great idea. Let me see if I should, if I can make my own concoction. She ends up stirring up these, uh, these ingredients, these home ingredients and sure enough, presto, her hair grew. Of course, it's a short version. I'm sure there was some trial and error and there were a few, um, tests that she did that may not have worked, but then she found, she found the magic formula, the one that did work. What did she do? She went to door to door to people that she knew that had the same problem, the same women, right? That had the same problem. And sure enough, they bought it from her. And then it just exploded into this huge thing. And then she, um, she got married to this man that his name was JC Walker, which hence they ended up calling her Madam JC Walker. And it, it was just kind of like she started literally with no money, no freaking money. And then what she did was she started this um, recruiting program to then teach other women how to market these, these resources, these uh, hair products, so that this way then they could start making their own money. It, like her story is just so amazing. Look her up, Madam J.C. Walker. It's just amazing. So having a lack of money and a lack of education is never an excuse, especially in this day and age. Money, if you don't have the money, go to the bank and and, and uh, find, get a loan. Do a GoFundMe page. Or if you don't have the money, then, then raise it. 
know what I'm saying? If you don't want to do it, go for me, raise it, you know, uh, figure out, okay, well, what can I do to, to raise money? What, what is something that, um, meaning, uh, like I started doing dog sitting. I love dogs. So, all right. With that extra money that you get doing something else, just kind of like help that to, to build up your finances, to reinvest it in something that you want to do. Right. Lack of money and education is a poor excuse. There's a quote here by Tony Robbins that says, it's not the lack of resources that causes failure. It's the lack of resourcefulness that causes failure. Resourcefulness is the ability to find quick and clever ways to overcome difficulties. So it's not that we lack resources. It's the fact that we lack the ability to think of alternate ways and how we could actually get what we need or what it is that we want. You don't have the resources. You don't have the education. There's a computer that's available to you on your phone, on your laptop. There's a library that that's that's available to you for free that offers this free information. There's I don't know where everybody lives, but there's magazines. Or oh, not magazines. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, even magazines that are free, and also newspapers that are free that that offer. You know, in the back of the pages that offer information for you to call, whatever the case may be. Even if you just walk around somewhere, right? Get someone's address and say, hey, look, I'd I like to learn some information, get a brochure, whatever the case may be, attend a free seminar. Lack of resources and lack of money is an excuse. Don't let that hold you back there. This is in you for a reason. Just open your heart and open your mind to receive to receive blessings, to, re to receive understanding, I should say. The blessings will come later once, you know, but even still, this is still a blessing that this is in your heart and it's tugging at your heart because it's like, no, you need to do this. And you will find your mastermind team that will help you to develop your idea and making it, make it into a reality. You need to believe that. Right. So fine. You you want to give up because you don't you don't have resources and you don't have the money. You don't have the education. But like I said, get your ass up and realize there's all this information out there. How are you going to get the money? How are you going to get the resources? OK, we're going to do a GoFundMe page. We're going to we're going to make a way where there's a will. There is a way. With anything, God is with, with God. Anything is possible. Believe that it can happen. Believe that it will happen. Next one. You don't know where to start. You don't know where to start. You need to start right now. You need to start wherever it is that you are. Start exactly where you are right now. What better time than now? People say, oh, well, I'll wait until I have more money. I'll wait till I have more education. I'll wait to see... Um, if someone else does it to then see if it works for them, right? How many times have you told somebody about something about, um, maybe a new weight loss product? They say, Oh, did you try it? No, but it, you know, I know someone else that did it and they said it was, it was great. And, you know, I see all these testimonials and it's supposed to be amazing. They say, Oh, okay, well, well you try it first and then I'll see if it works. What? You're going to waste all this time when we could be doing this together and we could be losing weight together. So we could be fly together. Because in trust, you're going to be jealous because you're going to be like, damn, that could have been me right there. you damn right it could have been you. Why are we wasting time? Don't put off 
what you could do today for tomorrow. Get started now, right now. What do you mean you don't know where to start? Like, I do get it. I, I get it. I was like, you know, how am I going to start? You know, I, I have this idea. I know I'm smart. I have all this information inside of me. I need to release it. How can, how can I do this? So, a little example, real life example for me. I always knew that I wanted to be, or not even that I wanted to be motivational speaker, but I always knew that I wanted to help people. But I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know, I couldn't really envision what that looked like. I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. I knew, um, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. Like for me, just helping people, that's like the first thing that comes to my head is just um, being a nurse. I knew that's not what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll be a teacher. But then it was just kind of like, I just felt like teaching in a specific institution, you know, teaching a specific subject, let's say English, was just, I just felt like it just limited me. And it wasn't going to give me uh, the creative space to then implement new ideas. Because some of that stuff has to be approved and so forth and so forth, right? And I said, man, like, how am I going to do this? You know, people come to me for advice, for information. You know, how, you know, time goes on. Literally, time just goes on and on and on. And then, bam, presto. My friend was like, you should do a podcast. Because every time I talk to him, he's just like, yo, Jen, like, your words, like, the way that you talk. Obviously, it's just me. You hear me. But when I have conversations with people, as I said, I'm going to have some guests. I know I've been saying that for some time, but seriously, it's going to happen. It's just about us just having the right time and just coordinating the time. But so he was just like, you have to start your own podcast. So he gave me the link to Anchor. He said, here, start your podcast and, you know, and, and just whatever. Here you go. Here's the link. I said, okay. Time goes on, a few days go by and so forth. I said, oh, you know, like, how am I going to do this? And, you know, like, what am I going to talk about? And, you know, I'm a person that meditates and everything like that. And I knew I wanted to talk about positivity, how to trans transform people's mindsets to, to a more positive one. And not to say that thinking negative thoughts is bad, but just kind of giving people the opportunity or or a, or showing them or expressing to them alternate ways of thinking that could help them to to elevate their lives to to one that is that is more fitting that is more satisfying to them because it all starts from us we have to conquer within it starts with us not something that's outside of us and that's something that I just wanted to convey that what we're looking for isn't outside of us it's within us if we need to change anything if we want to change our outside world we have to first start with our inside world. We have to start doing a self-analysis. We have to do a self-reflection. We have to start changing our minds, what we think, what we say, what we watch. And we start. We need to start feeding our brains. There's this thing from Lifehack, right? It says that words are nutrition. We have to think words of, we have to think of words as nutrition, which is true. 
reading, what we write, what we watch, what we it, it's just about what we feed ourselves. I said this all the time. What are you watching? What are you not watching? What are you feeding yourself? And then showing up, boom. I actually wrote it down. I said, I'm going to start my podcast on whatever day, right? Sure enough, boom, when that day come came, I just came upstairs and there was, there was a fire in me. I don't know if it was because like the universe was just kind of like in me and pushing me and my manifestation was working that day. Like, you know, just my energies were just on fire. They were so ignited that it just pushed me. I came upstairs. I just was like, you know what? Boom, we're going to do this mindfulness episode. Boom. I'm going to press start and I'm just going to go. And I did not even do, you know, you, you could kind of edit. You say, oh, no, I messed up. Let me stop. Let me let me shut it off. Nope. I just pressed start and I just was talking. And it was just like, it just kept going and going and going. It was amazing. So sometimes it's just, it's about, yeah, where do I start? Just start where you are. Just start. There's something inside of you. There's something you got to say. Just find an outlet that'll help you, that'll help you release that. But don't give up. Don't let that hold you back. Right? It's in you for a reason. You have to get up and say, you know what? This is going to work. Something has to give. This is in me for a reason. I'm here for a reason. We're going to leave it off with this quote from Zig Ziglar. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. I want to say that one more time. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So everybody just start so you could be great. And I hope that I see you at the top. All right, guys, have a great day. Many blessings.